Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's hop into the show here. Henry Lakin for Chad Hartman. This is the Chad Hartman Show here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Hope that everybody had an awesome holiday yesterday with producer Dave Harrigan for the next three hours. Hope to entertain you. A little bit, at least. I'm recovering from the uh, the food coma like everybody else. I did make it to the gym this morning, though. Very sluggish, but I made it, Dave. I, I made it in. That's I'm feeling a, that's good. That's big. That's the, uh, that's the start, right? Like, like, we always talk about the New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get a few days ahead on my New Year's resolution. Because it's, it's always the same thing, right? Get in better shape, mm-hmm. you know, make more money, do, do whatever, right? Yep. Like, it's typically that's what it is for the most part, at least with me. And so I do good for the first half of the year, and then I kind of fall back on the second half. Well, you of can't the make the resolution next year if you keep it the full year before. That is true. That is true. I just want to be consistent, man. Can I just have one year? Oh, just being consistent and blessed the entire year? That's no. what I want to do. No, you cannot. Can't That's not how it works. I can't do it. But, um, you know, I want to start with a Christmas-themed topic, and it has to do with weather. Um, I, Look, I'm over the complaining about the weather when we talk about Christmas. A friend of mine complained to me about it not being cold and us not having snow on the ground and it not being a a white Christmas and said this year isn't a true Christmas in his estimation. And I think that's absolutely 100% wrong. That's not the way that we should be looking at this. And look, I'll be the first to say it. I have evolved in terms of how I view Christmas too, okay? If you feel about, if your view and the way you feel about Christmas is impacted by the weather, then I think that you're probably viewing the time wrong. And I'd love to get some reaction on the text line um, or phone call, WCCO Talking Text Line, which is 651-461-9226. So let me clarify. So years ago, I had the same thought process, right? Like you're used to every single year, you know, the snow was on the ground. It's a little bit chilly. It's cold, whatever. You know, just Mm -hmm. us being from the Midwest and being in Minnesota, right? That's what you think. Um, It didn't actually even change when I moved to Kansas City. Because in Kansas City, they don't get snow like like here, right? Like, they'll get snow on occasion, but it's not super cold. And so you adjust when you're in a different place, when you're living in a different place. But typically, I think out of the five and a half years that I was living there and working there, I think that I only spent two Christmases there. The other three or, you know, three, three and a half, four, whatever, 
I spent here. I'll come back home because it's not it's just a short drive, right, or short uh, airplane flight. But my point is that the weather um, was a little bit nippy and chilly, but you think that that's part of it. I pivoted in terms of thinking that that's a part of what Christmas is when it was 2000. It was the winter of 2017. Okay. So I did something I'd never done before. Us as a family had never done before. My father um, said that we were going to, as a family, um, with other family members here, as well as uh, my cousins and uncle from the Virginia, D.C. area, we're going to Montego Bay, Jamaica. Oh. All right. And so they said, we're doing the tropical Christmas thing. How did you feel about that when the announcement was made? When the announcement was made, it sounds good. But then as you get closer, you're like, it feels weird that we all won't be together in a chilly, freezy, snow environment because that's what we think Christmas is, right? You're all dreaming of a white Christmas. Yes, right? all dreaming of a right, white Christmas. And so we went on the trip. The trip was like four or five days in this all-inclusive, off-the-charts, Hyatt Ziva, nice um, resort. After going there and just being a part of that, I totally flipped the script in terms of my thought on Christmas. <laughs> in terms of the, not because of the weather, it was because I said to myself, "It's not about this pool. It's not about it being warmer climates. It's not about any of that." Because I did kind of miss it a little bit, but it's about being amongst your family members, and it's more about the thought of what what it means to be together. So regardless of the climate, I, I think that the snow stuff, that's extra. Um, in terms of it being cold, I don't need it. So I've been saying this for the last month because people are kind of complaining about, well, man, we need some snow on the ground. No, we don't. No, we don't. Been there, done that because we get snow all the time. Do I look at what's happening right now with our weather? It was 54 yesterday. and say it's abnormal? Absolutely. But I don't think that this year's Christmas was a bad Christmas by any stretch of the imagination because – because it's cold, because it's not cold, I don't view it that way anymore. I think a lot of people though do. I think a lot of people kind of right. have that, that, just that you know that Norman Rockwell that you know picture postage. You know this is what Christmas looks like in my mind. It's snow on the tree branches. It's kids sledding down the hill. You know in the afternoon, maybe they got a new sled that morning from Santa, and they're now you know using it for the first time. It's you know it's just that it. Oh, we just said it. It's a dreaming of a white Christmas. It's this is what Christmas looks like in my mind. This is what it's always looked like that I've you know lived in Minnesota my entire life, and this is what it needs to be. Now, if you're doing the Jamaica trip, obviously you're not expecting that, and you have mm-hmm. to shift the mindset for something like that. But when you're spending Christmas in Minnesota and it happens to be 54 and and rainy for we're working on about three days straight now, mm-hmm. as the temperature is finally dropping. I, I totally see why people get bummed out. And but, I it, t- but, but is it that much of a negative, though, that we don't have snow on the ground? I think for some people, yeah, it absolutely mm. can be. You know, I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. There's one specific aspect of Christmas that I, I love personally, just me, myself, and I missed out on it this year. And that is uh, we've got our dog at home, and I, I do the lion's share of the, the walks and stuff like that all throughout the year. But on Christmas Eve, we always do a walk late at night after the kids have gone to bed, and I love it. I absolutely love it because it's quieter than any other night of the year. Yep. Where our house is, we're about, 
know, quarter, half mile from 94 in Woodbury, you know, as the crow flies. So you can, as you're walking around the neighborhood, you can usually hear, you know, a decent amount of traffic noise, depending on how the wind's blowing, things like that. And just, you know, other busier streets and you always hear, you know, cars driving around, but that's the one night of the year. I yep. swear it's quieter than any other night. And typical, the, typically the only thing we hear is just our feet in the snow. I think that the, I, so I do think that emotionally that from an expectation standpoint it's going to be awkward and different without having snow or being chilly if you have certain traditions. Yes. Right? Like like there's certain things that you're and to me that's kind of a thing that you just you just mentioned. Yes. That that's something that you do every single year. Look forward to it. So in that way I could totally see it but beyond that man I wasn't feeling down or bad about any of it. I wasn't. <laughs> I, we we didn't even tr- traditionally. It's held at my father's home. This year we went to my cousin's um, apartment in South Minneapolis, and we all were together. But to me, ever since the shift with the Jamaica trip, I've just viewed it differently. Um, would I prefer to have snow? I don't have a preference, to be honest with you. I don't. I'll take a white Christmas. That's what we've all been accustomed to. That's what all what we're used to. But man, after going to Montego Bay, <laughs> I've, I've totally changed my mindset. I wish I wish we could just know if it was going to be like this, mm-hmm. and we can plan for okay instead of the normal Christmas feast. Yeah, maybe we do steaks this year, and we can plan ahead that way. And it's not going to be you know ten below zero. And if I can get me a little snow on Christmas Eve to do the walk, and then we wake up on Christmas morning and it's fifty four, and we get a little sun or clouds, but not the rain. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll take that. I mean, I was. We uh, we did a Christmas Eve gathering at my aunt's house. I showed up in shorts because yep. I could. Yep, I'm totally with you. All right, six five one four six one nine two two six. Coming up next, uh, working overtime, uh, depending I guess on your job, used to be something that folks liked to do. Now, it's not any fun anymore. I'll explain why. We get to that next. Henry Lake. It is the Chad Hartman Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back. News Talk 830 WCCO. 
working overtime used to be something that folks like to do. It was fun because you because you mentally knew that you had additional money coming your way. And even though you had to work, it felt like a bonus. But that feeling has subsided in many professions now. And I wonder how many of you feel that in your day-to-day. So I was thinking about this because I saw this news story. And according to NBC News, a labor shortage has Americans working hours or longer hours. And the overtime is taking its toll. From firehouses uh, and police stations to hospitals and manufacturing plants, workers say they are being required to work increasing overtime hours to make up for post-pandemic worker shortages, leaving them sleep-deprived, scrambling to cover child care duties, and missing birthdays, holidays, and vacations. While the extra hours can provide a financial boost, some workers say the trade-off is no longer worth it as they see no end in sight to a problem that has now lasted for several years. That is an issue. Years ago, if you were asked, do you want to work overtime? Personally, I jump at it, right? You, you just jump at it because I'm like, oh, I'll take the additional money. Make that time and a half or make, something? Make that time and a half. And you're golden. And, and your expectation is, yes, I'm going to punch the clock, boom, get out, and then I can – because you can plan for it, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, that's totally flipped the script, I think. I think that there are so many people that are absolutely 100% burned out that they just don't want to do the overtime. I, I, and it's – I think it's something that has to be addressed because when you have so many people – that are just burning, burning it, and burning that candle. Man, people are wore out, man. And you get into, I guess, a mental and a emotional and a physical place where it's just not fun. And as much as we sit here and we talk about additional money, there's stuff that you want to be able to do on a day-to-day. And there's moments that you got to have. And think about this. With the shorter uh, – uh, uh, with the with – the, um, with the worker shortage, mm-hmm. there's other things that impact that. Like if you're talking about child care, if you're talking about just being able to do and spend time with your family, that's stuff that, let's just be honest, you can't really put a dollar on it. You can't put a dollar amount on that. So it depends on the profession clearly, I think, too, when we're talking about overtime. But I think that people are absolutely starting to get burnt out by that. It used to be something that we would all look forward to. For myself personally, um, I don't. Just a different type of job, right? Like being here. We were asked, what was it like uh, a week or so ago via email? Do you do you want to work on New Year's? Of course, I'm going to raise my hand. I want to work on New Year's, and and I know it's different for everybody because I'm a single guy with no kids. But w- what do you think? Over time, do you think that that if you are asked to do a little bit more? And I know that our jobs are different, but if you're working retail, do you think you jump at it? At an earlier stage in my life, absolutely. Mm-hmm. As uh, if I was a you know the single guy without a family at home, yeah, hundred percent. If I had you know nothing better to do that day, yes, I'll I'll work a couple extra hours, make that extra money. But I think that's one of the big lessons that we've. Or the big shifts, I should say, that we had since the start of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, there's been plenty of news stories about it for, you know, talking about hiring and what it's like 
trying to attract people to all sorts of jobs that are experiencing, you know, worker shortages, shortages, it's people aren't as interested in the salary now. And just that that dollar figure as they used to be, as we all used to be, even, you know, as little as five years ago. And, you know, going back, it was, you know, what's the most important part about a job? If you were job hunting, how much do you make? How much am I going to make? What's the salary going to be? Now it's it's time off, it's it's benefits, it's other perks, it's flexibility, it's having the opportunity to, if you can't work at home five days a week, to have some sort of you know flexible schedule where you can do a kind of a hybrid thing. And I think that's woken a lot of people up to exactly what you're saying, those things in life that you can't put the dollar figure on, that you realize you know, in 10 years, well, I've been working 50 hours a week, I've been working 60 hours a week, and that's great, I got a lot of money but what's the point of having the money if I'm not around to use it? Yeah. You know, if I'm spending all, yep. all day at work, okay, that's great. But I'm going to just go home and grab dinner, go to bed, and come back the next day because I've got no other time to do anything. Well, what's the point? Yep. No, I'm totally with you. And, and I love some reaction on the uh, WCCO talking text line at 651-461-9226. Are you guys like me or am I the outlier when it comes to looking and viewing overtime? I know that I'm not necessarily the outlier because NBC News put out this story. But I do think that we are living in a day and age where people are just, I'm going to say at a breaking point, but it feels like they're at a breaking point depending on the job that you work. Clearly, years ago, um, I'll take just for an example, policing, right? You had This is when we had a lot more police, too. Mm-hmm. You had people that were police officers or in law enforcement, and they had the ability to work overtime, and, and they're still working overtime, but you could be like a bouncer, right? You could work, you know, um, at a club and make a lot of money. I think that there's yeah. a point in time right now where even with law enforcement, yeah, the extra money, the perk of, of doing it, you want to go sit on the couch sometimes yes. and just kind of relax. Think about all the people that work in healthcare, that worked through the pandemic, that was giving so much to all of us. When have they been afforded a break? I feel like people that have been in healthcare still haven't been given a break. I don't. I don't feel like we're out of it yet. If you were in healthcare and you were just overrun with, remember when hospitals there were no beds, it was filled up. You had COVID patients. You had the trauma of COVID itself, and people. You know, you're seeing things that you had never seen before. And people leaving the industry around you. Yes, leaving the industry. But think about that. When you leave an industry, there are going to be people that are going to stay in the industry because that's what they love. That's what they want to do. But then they have to, like, do more. They're picking up the slack. They are picking Mm -hmm. up the slack. And now I think a lot of people will look and say, okay, COVID's over. Well, COVID technically and the pandemic might be over. We still got stuff. (laughs) We got plenty of stuff. I'm dead serious. We still got plenty of COVID, plenty of RSV, plenty of flu. And it's, I mean, you're talking about some of the higher stress jobs we have. Yep. Whether it's in healthcare, whether it's in law enforcement. I mean, even things like retail, which you mentioned, uh, service industry, working at bars and restaurants, the amount of stuff that's heaped upon these people when we're talking about uh, places that can't hire enough. Yep. You know, having extra extra responsibilities put on your plate or just having to pick up the slack. Say you normally cover, you know, four or five tables a shift. Well, now you're doing five, six, seven. Well, well, how about this? It seems like, and I don't know this for a fact, so I'm not going to say that this is a, a fact, but it just in terms of me going out and shopping, because I'm not really an online guy. Every now and then I'll buy something online. But just over the course of the holiday season, if I went to Target or if I went 
it just seems like there are less workers. Because remember years ago during the holiday season, everybody was chomping at the bit to go ahead and get that little, I'm going to work for a month or three or four, you know, two weeks or whatever to get that extra check. Mm -hmm. I think right now people are so burnt out. They're like, I'm not doing it. I just, I'm not going to do it. I'll go to Target. I'll walk in there. You'll see the the regular. Like, you don't even see the the lanes filled up. You've got you got three or four lanes, and then you've got the self-checkout, which is a long, massive line, <laughs> and that's it. Years ago, people were chomping at the, to, at the bit to do um, everything. But now it's, just, it's not that way because people are like, I need a break. Yeah, they need a break. And it's interesting because you also talk about, you know, you see plenty of stories about spending. And Americans are still spending. Yep. And you know, some of that's inflation. We have to spend more to get the same stuff. But, you know, we're still spending money. We're still going out and doing stuff. I think we've maybe just had a realization that, you know, we we don't need to work as hard as we do, mm-hmm. or as hard as we thought we did, yep. to still enjoy our lives, to still, you know, go have a good time at a concert or a show or still, you know, have a have a nice Christmas as far as what's under the tree. A couple of uh, texts I'm going to get to here before we pivot to our first guest here on the show, our only guest at the show, talk a little go for football. It says uh, from the 651, plus a lot of that additional money, um, they're talking about the money that you make with the um, with working overtime. They say just goes to taxes, definitely not worth it. Uh, this one is 612. I've been in the workforce for 40 years. Many of those years I've been salaried at 40 hours, but I work about 60. It's all I know there are there are a lot of people that are just in whatever industry that they're in. They're just working. They they don't they don't work a regular like it's forty hours a week. Their job actually requires them to work a lot more than that. Uh, from the seven six three, two years ago I put in over seven hundred and fifty hours of overtime. Good money. You could do the math at time and a half. Then I realized that you can always make more money, but you can't ever make more time. Which is that's. I totally agree with that. That's 100% correct. And then um, one final text says, I worked about 50 hours OT per month. I had my house paid off before the age of 50 and paid cash for two new homes in the last 15 years. Good for you. Good for you. So now they get a chance to really go out and do something else after working all that overtime. But in that specific moment, um, they probably weren't able to do that much of anything probably not but yeah. you know they might live a lifestyle worth it worth, was, uh, worth it completely absolutely. worth it right now absolutely all right uh, we will take uh, a look at the local weather and then after that uh coming up in less than 30 minutes the golden gophers are playing in the quick lane bowl let's talk a little gopher football get a preview against uh, bowling green with daniel house gophersguru.com he joins us next henry lake it is the chet Hartman show we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, welcome back to the Chad Hartman Show. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman on this Tuesday after Christmas. Hope that everybody had an awesome holiday. It's kind of weird to have Christmas on a Monday, and we're all back to work on a Tuesday, but uh, but we're here. And happy to have on the line to talk some gopher football from gophersguru.com, Daniel House. He is joining us on the John Schuster Gold Banker Hotline because we got a big bowl game. Gophers kick it off with Bowling Green in less than 30 minutes. First off, Daniel, uh, Merry Christmas and uh, how you been here over the holiday season? Merry Christmas to you. Transfer portal season, Lake. That's been my activity <laughs> over the last three weeks. I'll tell you this, Daniel, man. I know that we got a, a bowl game coming up here at the top of the hour, but are you excited at all for this bowl game against Bowling Green? I mean, the Gophers at 5-7, and seven, Bowling Green at 7-5. and five. It's the quick lane bowl. I think that um, at least in my, um, from my perspective, this is just not anything that I'm excited about. Now, you're different because you cover the Gophers for a living. Like, that's one of the things that you do. But, man, how does the fan base get excited for this? Yeah, I mean, it's an opportunity to watch younger players. You look at the availability report for today's game, uh, obviously expected Tyler Newbin and Brevin Spanford to probably sit out, Chris Ottman-Bell as well, but Maverick Baranowski, a linebacker out, Devin Williams, a linebacker out, Darius Green's not playing, so you'll have two young safeties in the back end, and uh, Tyler Stolsky will be playing a little linebacker, so... Uh, lots of young players in prominent roles, and I think that's kind of Minnesota's approach in this game is try to get some younger players' experience. And Bowling Green's the same way. Top rusher Tyrion Stewart is not suited up for the game as well. So both sides dealing with limited personnel in this transfer portal era. Hey, let me ask you this. So so the Gophers are at 5-7. and seven. If they do get the win today, They'll get a, a a bowl game victory, and I think that they're undefeated, right, since since P.J. Fleck has been the, the coach here at the University of Minnesota, so he would remain undefeated, but they would still be at 6-7. and seven. When you look at that, do you think that this is one of those years? Because what do we always hear about a bowl game, right, when, when, you're, when you're playing in a lesser bowl? You hear, okay, if we win this bowl, that's great momentum going into the offseason. Do you actually believe that this year? Well, here's how I view bowl games, especially in this landscape now, is that it now marks the beginning of the next season because with all the roster turnover, you're really playing a lot of players that are going to help you the next season, younger developmental players. So you're looking at this as an opportunity to springboard yourself into next season. And if you win the game, you know, it gives everybody a little bit of confidence and, you know, experience of reps and games because doing it in a practice and in a live setting is totally different. So that's the approach of this game, and Cole Kramer getting the start at quarterback with Ethan Kalikmanis entering the transfer portal. Cole's been in the program for a long time, gets his shot, first career start in his last game as a gopher. So kind of a cool storyline for Cole, who was getting ready for his wedding and then gets thrust into being the quarterback uh, for the Gophers in the bowl game. And that's the weird thing, too. Like, he's exiting the program. So when we talk about momentum, there's really no momentum that you're going to have going into next year at the quarterback position. 
Yeah, you brought in Max Brosmer, a transfer from New Hampshire, who will be the quarterback next year. Uh, Logan Fife, the backup, is a transfer from Fresno State. And Brosmer actually flew out with the team to bowl practices out in Detroit and was able to be around the team and get to know people a bit. So I guess that was valuable in that sense that you're able to get him involved early because he's a big part of the plans next year at the, at the quarterback spot. Talking to Daniel House from GophersGuru.com here on uh, the Chad Hartman Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. All right, so tell me about what you think is going to happen defensively for the team with without some guys and with, and with uh, the defensive coordinator, Joe Rossi, moving on to – because where did he move on to? He 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 got a new job. He, is he, he didn't go to Penn State, did he? Michigan State. Michigan State, yeah. He previously was at Penn State. He came back, right? Uh, no, he has. He was. It was rumored potentially that he might be in the mix there because he's Penn from State. Pittsburgh. Okay. Yep. Correct. So he's going to Michigan State. Danny Collins, the safety's coach. Uh, it sounds like he's going to call the defense, according to Andy Greeter. He just put a report out on that. So different person calling the defense. Some younger players out there. But the key in this game is Bowling Green loves to get the ball out on the perimeter with screens and things in space, uh, run pass options. So. Tackling and limiting yards after the catch will be key. Their tight end, Harold Fannin, number 44, is a really good player that stretches teams up the seams, so keep an eye on him. So I'd say the big thing on that side of the ball is just going to be tight zone coverage drops, staying disciplined against their run game. They have a lot of pulling actions that try to influence the defense. So those are a few things to watch for defensively, especially when you got younger players in there. It's all about staying disciplined and not taking the cheese when you got a lot of misdirection going on. All right, so regardless of what happens in this bowl game, let's say that P.J. ends up winning this bowl game. The Gophers are favored by two and a half points. Do you think that entering next year that P.J. Uh, becomes a little bit on the hot seat from the perspective of you didn't take advantage the last couple of years of the division and get it done? Do you look at, because look, the Big Ten's about to be even bigger and better. And so from that perspective, I think that P.J. has to know that I think that Gopher fans internally are feeling like, look, we gotta, we got to show some sort of, um, some, some sort of steps forward for, for us to really feel good about you. Well, absolutely an inflection point for the program moving forward here because you got a new quarterback transfer coming in who I think that will help in many respects uh, offensively to do some of the things that they want to do. But I see that defensive coordinator hire. I mean, Joe Rossi is a huge part of Minnesota's success uh, over the past few seasons. And to not have him, they're going to have to get this hire right. Uh, Flex said they're going to take their time on this, get through the bowl game, go to the coaches' convention, hopefully get something done in early to mid-January. But I think that's going to be one of the biggest things to watch this offseason is that, plus the transfer portal filling in some of the gaps because now in this landscape, you have to be able to build depth through the transfer portal. Use four-year recruiting as like the draft and the portal as free agency. And this year, you know, their depth wasn't as good on the defensive side of the ball. So that put them not in the best position to have success, especially when a couple of injuries hit. So I'd say, you know, this is a huge offseason in several respects for PJ in terms of roster building and then making this huge hire at defensive coordinator because that's something that can impact the, the success of the program in a big way. All right, final thing, and it's the most important question, who wins and why? 
I think the Gophers win because they're going to be able to run the ball, but the first team to 20 is going to take this one because I don't know. The, I've been telling people all year these bowl games are so hard to predict because we don't know who's going to play. For example, Bowling Green's best pass rusher entered the portal on the 23rd, and it sounds like he's going to play in the game. So <laughs> that's the world we live in now. You can be in the portal and play for the for the team that you're leaving. So. That makes these games pretty hard to predict. But first team to 20 is definitely going to win this game. That's crazy. All right, hey, thank you so much. It's Daniel House from GophersGuru.com talking about the quick lane bowl for the Gophers. I appreciate it, Daniel. Appreciate it, Lake. Have a good day. All right, take care. Um, that's going to be a boring-ass game. First team to 20? <laughs> what? First, oh, I mean, my, my, you should have seen my reaction when Daniel said that. First team to 20? Oh, gosh. I mean. What do we expect, though? Yeah. I mean, the last time we the played Gophers Bowling Green. The Gophers aren't going to put up points. Bowling Green came in. Didn't, was Bowling, did they beat us the last time we played them? I have no idea. Oh, I, gotta, I can't <laughs> The remember. Gophers and Bowling Green. It, uh, it, it, run, it all runs together because I remember we lost to, like, Miami of Ohio oh, at the yeah. bank and all that. But I can't remember the last time we played Bowling Green what, what that was like. I'm sure there's been a loss. I did not realize, as he said at the very end, that Golden uh, Bowling Green's leading pass rusher entered the portal. <laughs> he said, what did he say, on the 23rd? Yeah. Three days ago? And he's still oh. playing. You can't play in the game if you want to transfer. Get out of here. Evidently you can. Evidently okay. you can. Well, by the rule, apparently you can. But you can't play in the game if you're going to transfer. You want to line up next to that guy? Yeah, you got my back? Clearly he thinks you're trash and he should be on a better team. Unbelievable, man. All right, 651-461-9226. Uh, coming up next, there were eight items that we said goodbye to this year, but will we miss any of them that next year? Henry Lake in for Chad Arvin. All right, it's the Linda's Construction Time Check. It is 1248. Time to request your complimentary attic inspection. Henry Lake in for Chad Hartman, producer Dave Harrigan. Happy holidays to all of you out there listening to the show. Truly do appreciate it. Um, So... There's going to be a little bit of a disagreement in this this segment between myself and producer Dave Harrigan. Um, some agreement, some disagreement, maybe on a couple of items. But he sent me a story about some items that, unfortunately, we had to say goodbye to in the year 2023. You say unfortunately. Um, well, I say unfortunately on behalf of the people out there listening because there are clearly going to be people out there that will be like, you know what, I like that, and it's no longer a thing. So we'll go through the list of the eight and say what we missed or didn't miss. Well, clearly, Dave Harrigan sent this and said, I don't, I'm not going to miss a damn thing out of any of these eight. <laughs> so we already know where you sit. I'll tell you where I sit. All right, so I didn't, I'd never heard of this before, so clearly I won't miss it. But aha, seltzer water? Are you a seltzer water guy? No, seltzer water is disgusting. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a seltzer water guy, so aha, I've never heard of the brand. I'm not a fan, so... It was a Coca-Cola product, from what I'm reading. Yeah, it is a Coca-Cola product. It's no longer going to be in stores. That's a shame. Uh, it will be sold in Canada, though, so, you know, okay, <laughs> whenever you want to go. Get your cheap health care and come back with some <laughs> seltzer water. Anchor Steam Beer. Never heard of it, but they say that Anchor Brewing, which had been America's oldest craft brewer with 127 years in business, closed down in July. 
that that's a little bit of a bummer because there's a lot of history there. Mm-hmm. And so the, but I never had this before, so clearly I won't miss it. Yeah, out of San Francisco, I'd never heard of it. But, yeah, the history is, I guess, unfortunate to lose. But uh, All right, oh so well. now this one I think that there could be some people out there in the listening audience that will miss. Something called a Dunkachino, okay, one of Dunkin' Donuts' most recognizable drinks. It was eliminated earlier this year in March. And uh, and it says ending a more than two-decade run for the drink that mixed together coffee and hot chocolate. Now, I'll say this. I'm not a Dunkin' Donuts person. That It's never been my jam. I mean, even like back in the day when I was a kid, never was a Dunkin' Donuts. You know what I miss? Winchell's. Remember Winchell's Donuts? Oh, guys, the name rings a Winchell's, bell. I think that Winchell's sign was like, it was like brown and cream. Okay. You remember Winchell's? No, not really. I'm... Oh, yeah. Text line. Text line. They, they were local here? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Text line 651-461-9226. I don't know when it went out of business, but Winchell's was like, I loved Winchell's. Hmm. But I've never been a Dunkin' Donuts guy. It's To me, their donuts are too doughy for me. They're not very good donuts. That, but this, but. People pivoted, I would say, what, about a, a decade ago, people were, like, all about Dunkin' Donuts. They still are. Oh, they, their coffee's so yes, underrated. People swear on the coffee. They swear on the coffee. I'm not a caffeinated person that way. I, I will go to, like, the local, I'll do, like, Spy House or um, Cup of Java, like, the local spots. If I'm going to do one of the more of a mainstream, I do it like a caribou. I'm mm-hmm. not a Starbucks guy, whatever. But I've never done – I've never went to Dunkin' Donuts for the coffee. <laughs> but this Dunkachino sounds like you're not going to miss it either. No, I'm not a coffee person at all. The policy on this show, at least between my Chad and myself, hot chocolate, divine, coffee, terrible. Oh, no, stop it. Coffee's terrible? Don't like it. Never oh, like the flavor, God. the smell. What's no. wrong with you? It's What's not- wrong with you? You know what? I don't need I don't need a drug to wake up in the morning, okay, Henry? The excitement of life gets me out Come of bed. Oh man. We need it. We need that <laughs> caffeinated life. It says McDonald's. A step away from Dunkin' Donuts. McDonald's. Uh their McCafe sweets. Sounds like McDonald's discontinued its selection of McCafe baked goods. I didn't even know that this was a thing. Consisting of an apple fritter. Why do I want an apple fritter from McDonald's? I guess to, just the convenience of being there. If you're going to go grab breakfast there, they, they have uh, a donut there for you. A blueberry muffin and a cinnamon roll. They ended that three-year run in July. I got to be honest, I had no clue this was even a thing. No. I don't go to McDonald's really for breakfast. I, I've done it on a – typically, if I'm traveling and I'm up and I'm leaving a hotel or whatever and I got to grab something quick I'm, and I see a McDonald's, maybe I'll go – and grab, like, the breakfast burrito, but I'm not necessarily a McDonald's breakfast person. And on a day-to-day, like, here locally, when I'm here, I don't eat breakfast like that. I do the intermittent fasting. I eat in the afternoon. Uh, worked out this morning. Probably not wise that I go the entire day without eating, right? Because <laughs> I'm going to try to grab a little snack here at the top of the hour break. But, yeah, McDonald's and the McCafe thing, never really been my deal. Let me speed through the rest of them. Rosina? Which is a pasta? Not gonna miss it. Um, I didn't even know that the raspberry rally cookies. I didn't even know that there was a raspberry rally flavor for the uh, for the Girl Scouts. I guess they discontinued um, this pop. Is they say a popular cookie just a year after its debut? I don't know how popular Could it was. Have been that popular? Yeah. If they're if they're discontinuing it after a year. Now this one, I'm not gonna say it's a loss because it's not like I don't drink a ton of pop. 
But Sierra Miss, come on, man. That's a good run for a soda. 24 years for Sierra Miss. The Pepsi Corporation is no longer rolling with Sierra Miss. How you hating on Sierra Miss, well, man? I mean, let's be honest. They got their butt kicked for 24 years by Sprite and probably 7-Up and said, you know what, this just isn't going to work out for me. It's yeah. about time they pulled the plug because yeah. you're not going to beat Sprite. Sorry. They've All got right. LeBron on their team. And the final one, I actually do hate that this is a thing. That they're that Wendy's, and I don't eat a ton of Wendy's, but Wendy's has pulled their grilled chicken sandwich. I, why? And I say this because I think that regardless of whether it's Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, clearly Chick-fil-A, that's what they do is chicken. I think you should have a grilled chicken sandwich. That's just me. I think that any burger place that has other sandwiches outside of just burgers, if you're doing chicken, you can have like the breaded chicken. You should have a healthier option for everybody. Now, it says that one of Wendy's healthiest options, the grilled chicken sandwich, was kicked out, and it's been overhauled with a grilled chicken ranch wrap. There's a difference between a grilled chicken ranch wrap and a grilled chicken sandwich. Big difference. Your thoughts? Uh, You know who disagrees with you? America. Clearly, America wasn't going to Wendy's and saying, hey, I got to get me that grilled chicken. It probably just wasn't very good. Let's... I mean, what a burger has a grilled chicken sandwich. Is it any good? I don't know, but I'm saying if they're still doing it, why not Wendy's? Uh, probably because they realize their money's made on their square hamburger patties and the what is it, the spicy chicken. People love the spicy chicken, oh, you know, fried chicken sandwich at Wendy's. Man, we're an obese country. We're fat. Come uh, on, man, give uh, us hey, some healthy options. Hey, I'm not saying you can't get a healthy option, but don't look for it at Wendy's. That's what I am saying. Man. If you want the healthy healthy option at Wendy's, get the chili. They make a good cup of chili, especially for a fast food spot. Wendy's, the best thing they do is the chili. Yes. My dad is like an addict for the chili. Like, he used to eat it a lot back in the day, not so much because he's eating healthier now. But, no, that was like my dad's go-to. And, by the way, um, if you go on their website, yeah, the classic chicken, like you mentioned, is still available, but no grilled chicken sandwich. That sucks, dude. Come on, man. You know what? I think grilled chicken's tough, though. You can get a bad – it's real easy to get a bad grilled chicken sandwich. And I don't think I'm going to trust Wendy's to make my grilled chicken sandwich. I'm going to have to go somewhere a little bit classier. No offense to Wendy. Hold on. Maybe it's back. They put it back up there. I'm looking on the website now. Spicy chicken, classic chicken, avocado chicken club, and the grilled chicken. I think they heard this segment. Maybe they heard this segment and said, like, they we said, hear you. <laughs> Henry, you know, you've called us out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we need to make a change. Dave Thomas calling from his grave said, you know what? (laughs) I've heard what Lake has been saying. All right. uh, Coming up next year at the the top of the hour, we got uh, Susie Jones with a news update. But then also, you know, I'm at odds with something that is taking place in Minneapolis. And I wonder if you guys feel the same way. More of me, Henry Lake, in for Chad Harbin. This is the Chad Harbin Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.